well, hey, this is Eric. I'm one of the ministers at Regency. I just wanted to thank you for checking out this message. We're praying that God uses this message to draw your heart closer to Him. If you're ever in the Mobile area, we want to invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 10 a.m. If you'd like to find out more information about Regency or to check out some other resources, visit our website at regencycc.org. Certainly good to see everyone. Thank you for being here this morning. And I certainly hope that everyone had a happy Thanksgiving. It was different probably for most of us. There were three at the Eldridge household. And so that was a little bit different. But again, we're thankful that uh, that you are here uh, this morning. I want us to consider three powerful challenges from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Rejoice always. Paul was one who practiced what he preached. Here in Philippians 4, verse 4, written while Paul was in prison, he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, Rejoice. Paul could rejoice because his imprisonment provided him an opportunity to share the gospel with his fellow prisoners as well as those who were guarding him. His circumstances resulted in the greater progress of the gospel, and he says that the whole Praetorian Guard was able to hear the gospel message. Nehemiah told his people not to be grieved for the joy of the Lord is your strength. As long as the joy of the Lord is our strength, we can rejoice in the Lord always. Number two, pray without ceasing. Jesus put it this way in Luke 18 and verse 1. Now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times that they ought to pray and not to lose heart. So what does it mean to pray always? It means that we are in constant contact with God. Praying always means praying persistently. Let me share an acrostic on the acts of prayer that make and help us as we pray. The A is for adoration. In 1 Chronicles chapter 29, David is offering a prayer after the people have contributed things toward the construction of the temple. Now, David had been told that he would not be able to build that temple, but his son Solomon would. But David got people together to bring things to, in order to be able to construct that temple for God. And then after they had given so willingly and so joyfully, David had this to say. So David blessed the Lord in the sight of all the assembly. And David said, Blessed are you, O Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. Indeed, everything that is in the heavens and the earth, yours is the dominion, O Lord, and you exalt yourself as head over all. So I think certainly that is a prayer beginning with adoration for God, for his greatness, his power, his glory, his victory, and his majesty. And then the C is for confession. 1 John 1 verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 
So certainly that's one of the things that God wants us to do is to confess our sins and then he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins. And then the T is for thanksgiving. Express your gratitude to God. Colossians 4 verse 2, devote yourself to prayer, keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving, an attitude of gratitude, expressing our gratitude, our thanksgiving continually uh, to God. And then the S is for supplication. Paul in Philippians 4 verse 6, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. We come to that part in our prayer where we ask God to bless us and to help us with our needs and to bless those others who have needs in their lives. So adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. In everything, give thanks. In everything. In all circumstances, seems to shake us up a little. Joy, sorrow, success, failure, health, sickness, all circumstances. Really, Paul? Consider the trying times that Paul suffered. He was shipwrecked, stoned whipped, imprisoned. But we always find him with his song of thanksgiving. If we wait until everything gets to our liking, we will not be able to fulfill this command to give thanks in all circumstances. Gratitude is an essential ingredient for any life. Give thanks and trust God. I was reminded of a powerful example of giving thanks in all circumstances. It is the book, The Hiding Place by Corey Ten Boom. It is the story of Corrie ten Boom and her family who, during the Nazi invasion and occupation of Holland, became leaders in the Dutch underground, hiding Jewish people in their home in a specially built room and aiding their escape from the Nazis. And for their help, all but Corrie found death in a concentration camp. While in prison, they had to hide their Bible. But whenever they had the opportunity, they would read it to their fellow prisoners. One morning after looking to make sure that no guard was in sight, she drew the Bible from its pouch and opened it. Of all places to First Thessalonians chapter 5 our text this morning. Rejoice always. Pray constantly. Give thanks in all circumstances. Betsy, Corey's sister, said, that's it. That is his answer. We can start right now 
to thank God for every single thing about these barracks. Now, the barracks were terribly overcrowded. Betsy and, and Corey shared that they might have had to have nine people on one bunk. And after I read that, I, I had to stop and thank God for, for my bed. I can't imagine nine people on a small bunk. But Betsy said, this is the time for us to thank God. And Corey looked at her and said, such as, well, such as being assigned here together, such as what you are holding in your hand, such as all the women here and the crowding so that many more will be able to hear when we read the word. And so Corey said, and Corey may not have had at least at times not the same kind of attitude as Betsy, but Corey said, thank you, Lord, for the jam, cram, stuff, pack, suffocating crowds. And then Betsy went on and said, and God, thank you for the fleas. Now, they were in a place where there were, it was flea-infected. And at first, Corey said, Betsy, I'm not sure I can thank God for the fleas. But then Betsy said, you know, Corey, I never understood why we had so much freedom in this big room. Why the guards would not even step into the room. I now know why. Because of the fleas. This place is crawling with these fleas, and we can thank God for them. And Corey said, okay, thank you, God, for the fleas. But Betsy said, give thanks in all circumstances. It doesn't say in pleasant circumstances. Fleas are part of this place where God has put us. Ephesians 5, verse 20, Paul says, Always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. Hebrews 2, verse 12, or verse 2 reminds us, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now, that's been one line that has always intrigued me, and I, I, every time I read it, it's just hard for me to, to imagine. But when Jesus says, who for the joy set before him endured the cross. So how can we give thanks in all circumstances? There's only one way. It's Jesus' way. Look to the joy set before you. Look to the joy. 
If Jesus could look to the joy set before him and endured the cross, despising the shame, and is now set down to the right hand of the throne of God, and if the future joy that Jesus promises is real and you believe him, there is no circumstances that can steal your thanksgiving. Rejoice always and remember the joy of the Lord is your strength. Pray without ceasing. Stay in constant contact with God and pray persistently. And include in your prayers adoration and confession and thanksgiving and supplication. And then give thanks in all circumstances and remember that gratitude is an essential ingredient for any life. Give thanks and trust God. 2020 has been a challenging year. But let's stop and reflect and pour out our thanks to God for the many ways that he has blessed us during this difficult time. I think about some positives, some family time, talking with neighbors. I've seen more neighbors in the last several months than I've seen in a long time. As we were out doing some walking, others are walking, and I've been able to encounter neighbors that I had not seen or met probably since the time that we've been here. That probably doesn't speak too well of me because being here 25 years, I needed to meet some more of those neighbors, but at least this was an opportunity. Home projects, getting things done around the house. Now, Donna's not here, but she does more home projects than I do. She's better at that kind of thing than I am. But at least that has given an opportunity to Donna <laughs> to get some of those home projects accomplished. We also had time for ourselves, haven't we? Time to read, time to study, time to pray, time to think about things that, that are important, perhaps a time to reassess our priorities, a time to enjoy nature a little bit more, how we enjoy trying to get outside and spend some time outside because I think that's important for all of us. But how can we stay content and, and healthy and thankful during this time? I think we all have to look for the good We've got to keep moving. If that means exercise, you know, do that. Distract yourself with a project or, or read a book. Feel your emotions, but don't dwell on them. Experiencing all your feelings is part of having a full life. Laugh, cry, be sad, be joyful. Eat healthy. And do your best to reach out and help someone. That may be a simple call, maybe a card, but find a way to, to reach out and to help someone. Give thanks in all circumstances. Another thing 
that Betsy, Corey's sister, said in the hiding place. There were multiple times when all the women had to just strip themselves. They were naked before all the guards. And Corey looked over at Betsy and said, You know, Betsy, you know, they, they stripped Jesus when he was about to be crucified. And Betsy said, I'm sorry, Corey, but I have never thanked Jesus for that until now that I have experienced it myself. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And I'm so thankful that we can be here this morning to worship, to be together. Let's pray. Father, we do adore you for your greatness, your power, your majesty, your amazing love that you have for us. We come, Father, confessing that we at times sin and do not live up to what you have called us to be, and we pray that you will please forgive us. And Father, I cannot thank you enough for the precious and the powerful blood of Jesus, which makes that forgiveness possible. And thank you, Father, for all that you have done for us. Thank you for the assurance of your presence with us during these very trying, difficult times. And the one thing that we know for sure is that you are there with us, that you've promised that I will not leave you nor forsake you. And Father, we do pray for a number of our people who are dealing with serious things in their lives. We pray that you'll be with them and bless them. And Father, help us to focus on, on what is really important uh, during these challenging days. Again, Father, we just thank you so much for blessing us and for helping us and for always being there for us. Continue to work in this congregation. May we continue, Father, to do everything within our power to be a positive influence in our community and in our city and in our world. Again, we thank you and praise you in the precious and powerful name of Jesus. Amen.